Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monster Hour. I'm Quinn, your GM. With me today are Hannah. Guten Tag, guten Abend, and gute Nacht. Uh, wie geht's? My name is Hannah, and I play Max the Paradox. Tio. Why, hello, my name is Tio, and I will be inhabiting the being known as Claire Claremont, <laughs> the Forgotten Vessel, today. Great. <laughs> <laughs> The end. <laughs> end of statement. <laughs> end of statement. Love it. Fabulous. Kyle, bring us home. Guten indeed. <laughs> I'm Kyle. I'm playing Duncan Oliver the Vox. Fabulous. Before we jump in, we have some level up, some advancements to take care of. We haven't been calling out all of the agenda items when they come up, so don't worry if you've been listening and wonder why we're getting advancements now. We usually check in on agendas afterwards in an unrecorded post-fact, but uh, we have some advancements. Max and Claire. Yes. Both of you have a level up. Do you know what you would like to take for your advancement? Yes, I have taken plus one cheek, so now I am zero cheek. You cheeky devil. Very good. Um, I'm cheek. significantly more cheeky than I was before, which is still not much. <laughs> Love it. And Claire? Okay, I'm going to be very boring, but I think that I would like to take an improvement that is just a boring plus one to wits in order to not be a, a minus one. <laughs> You're doing the same thing I did. You're just doing it with wits. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just a zero. Yeah, you're getting rid of some of the weakness areas. Yeah. Look, I I would like to, you know, say that it's that Claire has learned a lot by listening to the people of somewhere and learning how the other 99% live. (laughs) There's 100 people in town. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Love it. Yep, yep. Fabulous. With that, I think we're ready to jump in. All right. We open in the lobby of City Hall, where the final challenge of the election season has just been blown wide open. Literally. Duncan and Max, the two of you have just been jettisoned smack dab into the middle of the action after your attempt to use the pneumatic tube expressway went sideways. Around you, the five candidates are working furiously to construct their campaign platforms. The PTA is leading the pack, followed by CMAC and Solar. Claire's platform appears to be lagging behind. Well, Mina's isn't so much a platform as it is a large metal disc with a bunch of tubes and wires connected to it. Your abrupt entrance is met by a moment's pause before the candidates return to the task at hand, though you do see a few PTA members eye your disguises somewhat curiously. Oh, right. (laughs) We still look like PTA members. Did we hear anything about what the candidates are supposed to be doing, or did we just see a bunch of weird towers? I don't think so. Because I don't think we were even here. I think we were in a car at the time. Yeah, you were infiltrating. So yeah, I don't think you have any context for what this challenge is. Claire, you're (laughs) on your way to confront said PTA and try to get Mina the W when you see Duncan and Max abruptly ejected into the lobby. Newly Mm. minted members of the PTA. (laughs) Yeah, disguised moderately well as members of the PTA, although I think you recognize them. Yeah. Their appearance is quickly followed by a deep creaking sound, like pipes under pressure. And moments later, a 30-foot mass of red tape erupts from the lobby floor where your compatriots just were. Its body coils up on itself while its bulbous head flattens and stretches out like the hood of a cobra. Gasps of shock and awe run through the audience, and Savannah's chipper voice permeates the cavernous lobby. 
Looks like the PTA may have dug too deep and gotten more than they bargained for. Someone should have warned them what happened to the last union. <laughs> Seeing red at City Hall is nothing new. Will the candidates see the challenge through? Or is this out of the blue bugaboo beyond their purview? Let's pursue. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes, we uh, the PGA have a lust for power. PGA? PGA? <laughs> Golf yeah. people? Now? This is the PGA tour now. No, that would be the live, what, live golf? Yeah. So Jesus. Anyways, we don't need to talk golf here on this podcast. That's think, what our I other think we podcast all know is for. So much, yeah. This is a soft pilot, backdoor pilot. Tune in to, to our other podcast, Thwax and Wax. <laughs> where I learned the rules of golf for the very first time. Yeah. Ball goes in the hole and you want to do it as quickly as possible. Ball goes in the hole is the name of the podcast. Yep. Yeah, you want to get the ball in hole very quickly, but you need to use the weirdest sticks possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Incredible. So this is the scene that we open up on. What do you do? Who is who is you? The three of you are united now in geographic proximity, if not in purpose or assignment. Fair. So any of you can do whatever you would like. This isn't the recorder, right? This is just a massive serpentine red tape. Correct. Duncan, you're pretty sure this is the same thing that you encountered and maybe unintentionally created in the municipal treasury. Right, with all the blood. Yeah. So I think that's kind of a scramble to get away. We're both not supposed to be wearing what we're wearing and being hunted by this thing. So I don't know exactly how much we can help to like take a stop and be like, hey, Claire, what do you need from, from us right now? <laughs> yeah. Not to have this big snake smash everything apart? Okay, cool. Got it. Good deal. Quinn, what's the door situation? I'm thrilled that you asked. There are quite a few doors that lead to various bureaucratic departments. There are doors to code compliance, parking enforcement, public utilities, finance, and judgment, as well as the Customer Service Bureau. And then there is the very large entryway double doors. Those are currently filled with an overflow of this crowd of people. How big is the crowd? Large. 97 people. <laughs> right, there are 100 people in town. <laughs> No, there are indeed more than 100 people in somewhere. So the, the rings of this room, there's like bleachers set up and the crowd is filling the exterior and then the overflow is like packed into the entryway flowing out of City Hall. So like hundreds, maybe in excess of a thousand. This seems like a fire hazard if, you know, somewhere had some kind of... Well, we all know fire isn't real. Oh, yes. How silly of me. <laughs> propaganda. Yeah, fire yeah, is propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> that's a union-busting tactic. <laughs> it's just an invention of big water. Mm -hmm. oh, God. Well, it could be a chemical exposure risk. Chemicals are real. Big red tape snakes are real. Yeah, yeah, like big, <laughs> well, big I mean, red obviously. tape snakes. Obviously. That goes without like, saying. How do we get out of big red snake tapes? Like that's a that's a danger too, Quinn. This is this is badly thought out. Whoever thought this up just does not have public safety in mind. Probably that's not. A problem. It's a problem. <laughs> anyway, uh, what would it take for us to leave? Which way are you going? Up. Out. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad you're on the same page. 
Wait, 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 wait. Could we climb one of the towers of <laughs> office furniture and get out? Was that what you were thinking, Kyle? Yeah, and you, you can swoop through things. So if we get up, because there's a crowd blocking the main door, mm-hmm. we could go further into the bureaucracy, but that seems counter Bad. to where we're trying to go. Yep. And you can swoop through things. So maybe we go through the ceiling. Yeah, Quinn. There's a step between where we are now and, and swooping through the ceiling. But listen, let's workshop it. We're working here together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Quinn? Quinn? Okay. The tallest campaign platform is currently the PTAs. Perfect. It's ours. <laughs> yes, that's our tower. Well, you are all are dressed like the PTAs. Exactly. So. It's our tower. Yep. I grab uh-huh. a stick and I start going to put it up on top of the tower. So, Duncan and Max, I think first things first, why don't you give me a roll to save your skin to get out of the sort of like immediate threat of this bureaucratic boa? Okay. Well, mine's a five. Oh, oh that's not good. Uh-huh. Save your skin, you said? Yes. Okay. Because this thing came up right after you. Do we get a bonus if we match? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, mine is also a five. <laughs> Great. So the two of you like are formula. You're like talking, formulating this plan, and you're like, "Okay, mm-hmm. we're gonna go to the PTA's tower. We're gonna climb up. We're gonna escape." And then you like put hands in. And you're like, "Okay, on three, one, two, three, heist!" Break. And then the red tape snake wraps you up like a boa constrictor Ugh. and mm-hmm. lifts you up into the air and starts crunching away at you. And you're both gonna take one harm. See? Oh, ouch! This plan is going swimmingly. We're higher up already. Ouch. Okay. Ow. Ow, ow, ow. Mm, don't care for that. Can I slice away at it with my sword? You most certainly can. Give me a roll right. to fight for your life. Well, that is a 12. Better. <laughs> That's very good. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> On a 10 plus, you get to choose an extra effect. I would like to give plus one forward to Duncan. Hooray. Okay. What does this look like? Well, I'm still kind of wrapped up, but I managed to get one hand on the hilt of the Zweihander, and I pull it out. It's not great because I'm kind of flailing around. This is a two-handed sword, but I managed to slash it pretty well. And I think also the plus one to Duncan is that I also managed to get whatever Red's neck is got him all wrapped up as well. Nice. Okay. I think in wrenching your Zweihander free, you do, like, this thing is constricting you. Mm-hmm. So in getting your Zweihander free, it, like, pushes the blade into you as you're getting it out and as it's doing this. So you're going to take another one harm. But you do slice through it, and a fount of vibrant, virulent red, what you assume to be blood, sprays out into the audience. And for a moment, there's, like, just silence. And then that whole section erupts into a big cheer <laughs> as you cleave through with your Zweihander and you wrench yourself free, dropping to the ground, your clothes stained with bureaucratic blood, but you are free and your sudden absence leaves Duncan with a, a bit of an opening. When I first meet someone, I can declare that actually I have met <laughs> them before. Yes, I, I don't know. I don't think I can. Well, this did work for the reporter. I regret <laughs> to inform you that the bureaucratic blood boa is not a <laughs> is not a person, not even remotely. Yeah. When? That's so deeply unfair. I, I'm I'm so sorry. You should be. 
So I think it's just going to be a regular sort of try to squirm out of its grasp with this extra space that is provided and like slide down it like a big curly slide. Okay. <laughs> I will give you another chance. This is a, a, a fresh opening. So go ahead and give a roll to save your skin. Great. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just push myself here because I only have one integrity marked and feel like I may be close to exposing some sort of hidden <laughs> secret with the heist stuff we're getting up to. So I'm going to push myself on this save your skin roll. Okay. I'm going to push myself. Quinn, I'm going to push you. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't I clear push. what the emphasis was. <laughs> I push you. Let me okay. win. Let me win this one. <laughs> Uh, okay, I rolled a one, two, and a three, so that's still just a six. Yikes, Aruni. Even with your plus one forward? Oh, I get a plus one forward. Hey! It's a seven. Yeah! Oh, okay. <laughs> I got to tell you, I was formulating what this was going to be, and it was going to be pretty bad. <laughs> I expect so. I failed a lot against this particular monster. <laughs> yeah. Okay, on a seven to nine, you can choose to escape or not, but there will be a price to pay if you do. To get out of this thing, you're going to have to lose your disguise. Uh, you're going to have to slip your clothes. You're going to be in not your underwear, but like an undershirt and like the, whatever yeah. you were wearing under the disguise. So you will be exposed. It's like undershirt and the classics hearts boxers. <laughs> yes, <laughs> incredible. Uh, and I've got nice yes. shoes and socks with garters. <laughs> Holy I, lo I love it it's, so much. It's like <laughs> it's like a, it's like Dagwood. <laughs> Is this a reference anybody? <laughs> yes. I mean, uh, I get yeah. it. I don't know how many of our yes. listeners will get it. They and, should. Right. Look, if we all get it, if you don't get it, question why. Look inward. I think our Heart listener base is like average 10 years younger than us. I think so, don't too. Say that. Whatever. Don't, say that. don't remind I'm me in, of that. Don't I'm do in that. my underwear, okay, but it's very old-fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The musculature of this red tape snake closes in around you and you're just able to slip through, losing your disguise, all of your PTA clothes as you do so. And you slip and slide down and land. This this is part of <laughs> marking integrity. You just land like flat on your butt in your skivvies and everyone knows <laughs> it's you. <laughs> it might be a little bit of a boon. because I think me being me with the community is a more helpful, though it is very embarrassing. True. And I think there's like a prolonged, like a gasp that runs through the crowd. And Savannah comes on the microphone and says, oh my goodness, it's not the PTA, but our very own Duncan Oliver. What's he doing here? Not clear. Let's find out. I raise my arms and go, ta-da. Uh, there's a round of applause. <laughs> I looked it up. It's called Goofy Print Underwear. Okay, good. It's on tvtropes.com. <laughs> Carry on. TV tropes, a true service. Mm -hmm. Claire, what are you doing? Mm. 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 The scene with Duncan and Max and the red tape snake is unfolding. They sort of escaped its initial clutches, but it is by no means down. Yeah. Around you, the challenge continues to unfold. The PTA is still hard at work with various members like disappearing and reappearing out of the municipal departments. You do notice, I think. No, never mind. Oh. Uh, uh, you said it. Uh, you can't unsay it. That's the rule, Quinn. Uh, it's true. I should have made you roll to assess reality, but I won't. <laughs> um, you do notice, I think, that two of them have broken off to head towards Max and Duncan. And the rest of the candidates are continuing to work. Grippy, you sent back into Co-Compliance to get more materials. He did warn you that your customer service survey was coming up soon. What do you do? 
I would like to look around and see if I can find the scissors of success. That's not anything at all. It totally is. See, the scissors of success, Quinn, we build this world together. I know you're new to Absurdia, so let me explain. Um, (laughs) Please tell me what the scissors of success are to you. They are those ginormous show scissors that you see in television shows at the grand opening of new buildings and things. Okay. They serve two purposes. One, they're ginormous, so they might stand a chance against the red tape snake. And two, I think there's something kind of poetic about the idea of scissors that denote the successful end of a project being used to attack the red tape of bureaucracy. So I kind of willed them into existence and I'm curious if there's any kind of way I could roll to see if they exist slash are around. Hmm. Okay. Yes, they exist because it's (sighs) fun, but (laughs) you do not see them anywhere in the immediate vicinity. Fine. But I'm glad they exist. The only thing you know about the scissors of success is that they are a treasured bureaucratic artifact only broken out in the most victorious and celebratory Mm -hmm. occasions. They are certainly not kept in in the lobby with the great unwashed. (laughs) Fair enough. I was trying to think if I could come up with a fun alliteration for like the shovel that you use to start every project, but I can't think of one. So never mind. The shovel of starting. Ooh, shovel of starting is good. I was going to say the shovel of undertaking. Oh, <laughs> spooky! Yeah. Which is not alliterating, but I think is good. It's very yes. great. Yes. Okay, so there's the two PTA members going towards Max and Duncan. You said that folks were still building their towers. Is everyone still in place, or has anyone scattered? Is there any chaos going on, or is everyone just kind of pretending that this thing doesn't exist? There is surprisingly little chaos. Duncan and Max, you know, this thing seems to be preoccupied with the two of them, at least for the time being. So pretty much everyone is just keeping on. Like (laughs) the PTA has kind of dispatched these two people to investigate. Solar is, I think they're kind of eyeing this thing. And actually, you know, C-Max's platform is made of like these ribbons of red tape that he seems to have tricked into looping together and forming a tower. And so I think you also see him kind of looking at this very large red tape monstrosity with some guarded curiosity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no one is fleeing. No one is like stepping in to help. Okay. And the audience, they are riveted, Claire. I really wanted to ride Grippy into battle, but Grippy's not here. Grippy can be here if you want Grippy to be here. Do you want Grippy to be here? Yeah, I mean, has he come back? Grippy's here. Kathunk, 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 kathunk. Like a metal kangaroo. (laughs) Grippy comes bouncing and kerthunking back from the code compliance department, dragging another like four stacks of paperwork that have been just viciously stapled together. Again, with these like forearm sized staplers. (laughs) And they drag them up to you and come to like a perch right in front of you. Excellent. Let's toss those onto the good old tower and then we ride, Grippy. We ride. Ding, ding, ding. It's time to complete your customer service survey. (laughs) (laughs) I do my best thinking while moving. (laughs) I jump on. I I will complete the survey, but as we ride into battle. You cannot delay any longer. I'm not delaying. I agree. Let's go. Let's go. Please complete the customer service survey. Can I not get on top of him as I complete the survey? You climb on top of Grippy and he says to you, please complete the customer service survey. Are you ready to begin? Yes. Wonderful. (laughs) Oh, 
God, I'm so terrified right now. <laughs> this might be the scariest thing that Claire has ever done. This has been a pilot of City Hall's new inanimate object understanding and support program, IOUs. To better help us serve you in the future, please answer the following questions on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being the highest and 1 being the lowest. How courteous was your customer service object today? Customer service object? Yeah. Grippy, come on. Yeah, I'm not a fan of this. Feel good about is, yourself. Is Grippy moving <laughs> while this is happening? No. no? <laughs> <laughs> ah, screw it. I jump off Grippy and I start running towards the snake. You hear Grippy's voice behind you say, you have not completed your customer service survey. <laughs> I keep going. I am entirely ignoring. You hear over and over again behind you the voice saying, you have not completed your customer service survey. You have not completed your customer service survey. You have not completed your customer service survey. Uh, as you run towards the snake. <laughs> okay, great. What do you do? What will I do? What will I do when I get there? What a great question. The snake is like 10 feet from you. You run and you immediately run into Duncan and Max. Okay. Claire. Hello. I was hoping that by the time I got here, you would have an idea. I think if we leave, this thing will follow us. What's the best way out of here? Oh, um, we could try to run through code compliance. That's the way I came in. Great. Well, wait, but wait. you came out from inside. I did, yes. I didn't I'm know that. I'm <laughs> remembering now that I did that. That's probably not the way to go. Uh, Maybe we can part the crowd. Yes, I'm very into that. I have an idea to cause a distraction. Go on. So I'm thinking the distraction I can cause is I run with you all and I'm going to try to have Grippy cause a scene <laughs> with me that gets in the way of the snake coming after you. You um, might have to very quickly fill out a customer service well, that's survey what I'm planning, before that. That's what I'm planning to use. So if we could start running towards your exit... And then I'm just going to say now, when it's time for you all to speed ahead, I will be a great future councilwoman and uh, sacrifice myself for the greater good. Yes? No, don't sacrifice yourself. I mean, look, I'll be fine. I'm never putting myself at real risk. Go on. Yes. Yes. Max is like, yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Yes. Are we going to run? Max is encouraging you. Yes. Yeah, I, I can try to yell to the crowd who is just cheering for me doing a really good landing to try to part, make way for the door. Snake coming yeah. through. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this rises to the level of being a rally roll. I don't think this is a big enough ask. Okay. Especially if you're running with Max and that mm -hmm. snake is following you, which it it is. <laughs> Great. He heads up. It is. Yep. I think people get out of the way. I just, I think they do. I don't think you need to do anything particular to get them to do it. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you take off. As soon as, as you've all kind of like cleared the people gathered that are now scurrying out of your way, I stop, I turn around and I presume that Grippy has been following me to get me to do the customer service survey. Grippy is now behind you, levitating two feet off of the ground. And you know how staplers, when you like pull them all the way back and they're kind of like a straight line? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, that's what Grippy looks like now. Grippy's no, that's bad. perfect. Yes, yes, yes. No, we're going to use this because the snake is, all, is behind Grippy, yes? The snake is like right on Duncan and Max's heels and on your heels. Like it is behind Grippy, but it's about to knock over the two of you uh, if you don't like get out of the Like it's going to run into you and or eat you. 
Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's been it, it never stopped charging, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yes, correct. So yeah, it's I, not sitting and waiting for us to enact our good plan. No, I get it. I just yeah. didn't know how fast it was, how mm-hmm. close it was. Okay. Quite. Okay, then I'm not going to stop, but I'm going to be behind both of you so you two are closest to getting out. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to yell over my shoulder at the very creepy looking grippy. The only way I can fill out the survey is if if I am not under duress. The snake is causing me duress. (laughs) And I stop running and I close my eyes really tight. And I just hope that something happens. Give me a roll to face fear. Which is a fractured move for me. So I get vertigo. Potentially. Oh. Oh, boy. That's, um, that's a five. Well, mark experience. Hey, there you go. So on a miss, things go to hell. <laughs> We're all rolling fives a lot today. You are. Claire, you close your eyes, and for one brief moment, you think that this has worked. And then you are struck with the full force of this bureaucratic nightmare of red tape for two harm. And then you feel something metal wrap around your body, and you hear a ka-chunk. <laughs> and you open your eyes to see that Grippy has stapled you to the floor of City Hall. Oh, my God. Yeah. Bad Grippy. Would you like to complete your customer service survey? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hey folks, Quinn here. Thanks so much for tuning in to episode 30 of Monster Hour Absurdia. Consider this your friendly reminder to always complete your surveys on time, especially when dealing with sentient office supplies. Speaking of surveys, I want to thank everyone who has completed their audience satisfaction survey by leaving us a rating and review, giving us a shout on social media, and impeding the progress of your friends and coworkers until they give in to your ceaseless beseeching to listen to Monster Hour. While the likelihood of being assailed by a dog-sized stapler is low, it's never zero. But more importantly, it really is the best way to help new folks find out about the show, and we deeply appreciate it. A special shout-out this week to the newest members of WSOM's Eternal Pledge Drive, Mel, DNM, Ryan, and Wombat. A huge thank you to all of our patrons for supporting the show and helping us bring you awesome bonus content. We just posted something a little bit different last week, where each of our players has one take to provide their most comprehensive recap of Season 2 to date. I'm also going to be posting the bloopers for the first half of our election season arc here shortly, splitting that one up into two because this has been kind of a beefy one. As always, if you want to check those out and help support the show, you can head to patreon.com monsterhour or follow the link in the show notes. That's all we have for you this week, dear listeners. Tune in August 22nd for the next broadcast of WSOM. Radio somewhere. Claire. God. You have been stapled. (laughs) You have been stapled to the floor by Grippy, the celestial stapler. Oh, no. Floating over you. It does kind of have that vibe, huh? Mm -hmm. It's mostly the floating. But you've been stapled to the floor. You look around to see the snake bursting out the front doors of City Hall in hot pursuit of Duncan and Max. And as you sort of get your bearings in your new surroundings, you hear Grippy say, Thank you for taking the survey. How knowledgeable was your IOU today? What's the rating system here? One to ten. Ten being the highest, one being the lowest. Four. How ruthless was your IOU today? Ten. Excellent. 
Did you feel confident in your IOU's ability to neutralize anything that stood in the way of you and your goals? Yes. <laughs> Is this a yes or a one to ten? Yes. Did you feel that your IOU's sole purpose in its pale for similitude of human consciousness was to assist you in achieving your goals? No. Did your IOU demonstrate anything resembling empathy or emotion during your interaction? What's that? <laughs> if you were feeling down and just wanted to watch bad TV and down a pint of ice cream, would you think about inviting your IOU over to join you? Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my God. It is the dead of night. You lay in bed unable to sleep. Time is an illusion. Entropy, its master. The moments of your life unraveled before you like that sweater your mom tried to knit that one time she took up knitting as a hobby, but she wasn't any good at it. When the balance of your life is laid out before you and you weigh yourself against the existential dread of the heat death of the universe. How would you rate your satisfaction with your service today? 7.5. Grippy slams down and picks up the staple and frees you. Thank you for your feedback. Depending on the answers to your questions, I could have been obliterated. Oh, <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, my God. Grippy, no. Get out while you can. Grippy, <laughs> droid right. But I live to serve another day. <laughs> oh, no. This is a Mr. Meeksy's situation. Uh-huh. Thank you, Claire Claremont. Is, 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 is Grippy gone? Nope. He's still there. Okay. I scratch him between the uh, <laughs> staples. Between the what? Between the staples. Between the what? Between the staples. He kind of like bounces up and down just a little bit yeah. with like a little spring squeak. I lean down and very in very hushed tones very quickly go, Grippy, let me take you out of this place. I can get you a brand deal. I can get you on national television. I can get you everything that you've ever hoped and dreamed and you can live with me forever. <laughs> Give me a sway roll. <gasps> <laughs> push yourself, push yourself, push yourself. Yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. That was the best roll I think I might have ever had. Two sixes and a five, so it's a 12, my friend. Whoa. Okay. Holy shit. Yes. Uh, yeah. Congratulations on your new friend. All the fives were worth it. Oh, jeez. Grippy leans in towards you and says, you have my staples, Claire. <gasps> Take me away from this wretched place. To the entrance. And I hop on. Oh, wait, we got one more thing we have to do. And loop back around to the PTA. Okay. <laughs> One of the producer drones has like come in to like zoom in on you as you jump atop Grippy. Yeah. That's one more vote for Claire Claremont. <laughs> Hooray! I'm voting. <laughs> I'm voting right now, and you can't even tell. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, hold on. New way to win. Wait anyway, sorry. <laughs> Voter fraud. Incredible. <laughs> Let's jump to Duncan and Max real quick. We don't have to. <laughs> no. I think we, we just, do. We can just keep running forever. Yep, that's it. We just run. The two of you, like, I'm almost envisioning, like, cartoon style or just, like, Scooby-Doo, like, hightailing it out of City Hall. Uh-huh. And then suddenly the genre shifts to anime and we see this giant red tape worm <laughs> burst out <laughs> through the doors as they try to shut behind you. And the crowd is, like, scattered out of the way as this monstrosity pursues you. Where to? Where, 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 where are you going? What, what you doing? What's your plan? Uh, um, away. Easiest spot to lose is probably back alley. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. That's where we're going to go. If we're, if we're trying to shake it, we might need to go there. But I'm not a fast runner, which we have established previously with the bus. <laughs> this is true. Yes. <laughs> we have established you are a bit slow. Mm-hmm. Well, let's start with this. Which entrance to the back alley are you heading to? Oh. I believe we established there's one by the dumpsters around back of City Hall. I'm trying to think if there's another one that we've established in fiction, but also the entrances and exits to the back alley change all the time. So tell me where you're going. You can't call the bus, right? No, the bus shows up when the bus wants to show up. How about this? A phone booth. Mm -hmm. Okay. Where is it? You said the, the, the snake is about 10 feet behind us? Yeah. I think it's about 10 feet ahead of us, the, the phone booth. And uh, this thing looks deeply out of place, and yet Max can't remember ever seeing it there near City Hall or even seeing a phone booth anywhere. Like, who uses a phone booth anymore? But there it is. Mm-hmm. There's a phone booth right there. It's kind of by the, on the sidewalk. Okay. Next to some shrubs. There is a peculiar phone booth there. Mm-hmm. The phone is ringing. Mm. Give me a roll to save your skin. <laughs> All right. Roll to save our skins. Okay. Oh, both of us again. Oh, yep. yeah. You're both oh, running. Oh, boy. We have so much luck with this. Big money, big money. Two times. Once was pushed. Mine's a 12. Mine's a Six plus two plus one is a nine. Yeah. So what does your escape look like? Is it a dead sprint? Because we established Duncan is not the the best runner. Like, are you using people in the crowd to, like, create cover? <laughs> Max is just running for it. In my head, it's like a, a sprint. Max gets in, picks up the phone, and then a couple seconds later, there's a thump as the two of them squeeze into the phone booth. And there's a hello. And then the floor gives out from underneath them. Yeah. And they just, phew. Incredible. The two of you set out. And Max, as soon as you leave City Hall, you feel the same sensation as when you were pulling the time bubble out of the municipal treasury. Like, you feel you're kind of, like, pushing against something. Mm-hmm. Or, like, dragging something more accurately, I suppose. And then when you reach the phone booth, you feel like a pop, like a disconnect, as you drop into the back alley with the metronome of perfect time. Mm-hmm. And you're pretty sure you just carried a large amount of time with you. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh. This shall be henceforth known as the time heist. Oh. Ooh. Oops. Henceforth and previously known <laughs> yeah. as the time this, heist. Uh-huh. This was always known as the time heist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you see something else, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're mistaken. Yeah. Duncan, you reach the phone just a little bit more slowly, and that snake is just behind you. Its hood flared, its pseudopod head bearing down on you. You grab the receiver, put it up to your ear, and you swear you hear just the faintest voice before the floor drops out and the door shuts just in time to sever a little bit of red tape, which drops into the back alley with you. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, oops. Do I notice that? As you disappear into the tumultuous sort of chute down beneath the city streets and into the section of the back alley. Yes. As you disappear into the darkness and tumble end over end, though, you lose track of it. Uh-oh. Surely there will be no consequences. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's that's just a fun little side note, right? Yeah. Max, this heist went perfectly. 
Just yeah. as we script, just as we wrote it up. Yeah, it fucking did. Let's jump to Claire. Mm-hmm. You are heading towards the PTA. Yes. I'm riding side saddle. <laughs> Bounding on Grippy, side saddle. Um, and in the absence of this red tape serpent, arrive. The PTA's platform is now probably like three quarters of the way up. CMAC made some progress, Solar not terribly much, and then Mina is still working feverishly on her strange contraption. How sturdy does the PTA tower look? The PTA's tower is fairly sturdy. You know, good base, reasonable sort of scaffolding and and framework. Uh, And it's made from like a whole smorgasbord of materials. It looks like they sent people out in all directions looking for like just the best materials they could find. A Jenga tower, this is not, basically. No. If anyone's is a Jenga tower, it's Solar's, <laughs> which is constructed of what appears to be cleft in twain or more pieces of motor vehicles. Okay, okay. But the PTA's is fairly sturdy. Okay, and, and Solar's is in second place right now, right? CMAC is actually in second place currently. Oh, right. Has the PTA noticed that I'm there? Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. There's like four PTA members standing at the base of the tower, and they've kind of aggregated in the direction which you are approaching. Okay, great. I lean in to Grippy and I say, when I give the signal and I scratch a little bit on the top of Grippy's staple holder, when I give the signal, you biff it, okay? Biff it? Like fall? Yes. Together. Okay. Into a tower. Whatever you say, Claire. Kithunk, That's right, Grippy. Claire is crying. Kirthunk. Um, Claire has never loved anything the way that she loves Grippy. <laughs> oh, it's, wow. She's never even had a plant that she's first kept true alive. connection. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's connected with, but, but it's the first nurturing connection where she feels responsible in a way yeah. that is. Beyond, Not like yeah. friendship or, you know, romantic, but like nurturing relationship. Yes, exactly. Protective in not just a friend way. Yeah. I'm putting a picture into the, the Discord, but this is just a helpful oh. guide for all of us going forward in this campaign. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Listeners, Kyle has put a, a oh. picture of the anatomy of a stapler so that we... Have some language to reference. I like this. Oh, it has a throat. Okay, anyway, that'll be good for treats later. I'm uncomfortable with the idea of staplers having throats. Yeah. Like real life staplers. Grippy obviously has one, but. Well, yeah. But if you look at it, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That is the throat. I hate it. I don't care for it. So I say, good job, good job. And then I sit up very tall and I like look up in the direction of the PTA and of Savannah and I go is this what you want your council member wasting their time on and I gesture in the direction of the PTA and slap their tower with my hand to make it look like I'm like gesturing at it and then I'm going to swing around and head towards solar the PTA, I think, definitely tried to stop you. I, I will say you probably were able to get by them, at least leap over them for like a quick drive-by with Grippy's stapler kangaroo jumps. 
you slap the PTA's tower and then bound towards solar. And a lot of the eyes are on you. Mm -hmm. I will say that, as well as several droughts. Yeah, I bet. Savannah is eyeing you with kind of a uh, mischievous smile, I think. Mm. Both approving, but also like, uh, how do I put this? Approving in a way that one approves of good content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Like um, and subscribe. Click that bell. Yeah. As soon as I get close to solar, I start up on my speech again. Like, take solar here. Solar has so many talents to offer all of you as a council member. And this is how they're spending their time. And as I like gesture with my hands to say this, I move my right hand down and give Grippy the signal. All right, we're going to biff it now. This again, I say, this is how you want to spend your time. And I want to make it look as if I've accidentally tumbled into Solar's Tower, which I think would be a hoodwink. Definitely a hoodwink. (laughs) And I have a thing for that. Unfathomable. My expressions and countenance are forever alien and unknowable. (laughs) (laughs) Because, yeah, I baffle people often, I feel like. That works. And all that means is that I just roll plus chaos instead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kyle, I want you to be my witness of this role. <laughs> Checks out. So that is a 13. <laughs> On a 10 plus, they are fooled, at least for the time being. So I don't think anyone in the crowd suspects, or even Solar suspects, that your well orchestrated tumble into their tower is anything more than clumsiness or perhaps hubris as grippy takes a tumble and you smash into solar's platform and the whole wobbly thing loses about half of its height as it collapses and solar was in third right yeah now a distant distant third (laughs) still in third mina hasn't overtaken solar with that mina is continuing to work on it looks like a big circle or like a squat cylinder mm-hmm. and it has it's it's made mostly of metal and it has just a whole ton of tubes and pipes yeah. and wires connected to it running mostly out of the public utilities department. Hmm. I think Mina's making a, a rocket platform. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, I make like a really shocked gasp. Oh, oh my, oh, oh my God. Gosh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh... Solar looks at you and says, is this how you want to win, Claire Claremont? Can other people hear Solar saying this? I don't think so. Then I turn back and say, this is how I want us both to lose. And then I pat Solar on the shoulder and ride back over to Mina. Okay. Kathunk, 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 kathunk. <laughs> Claire, as much as I appreciate the... What I assume to be intent to help, what I actually could, you know, really use is, is if the PTA had something bad happen to their tower, solar, they're not, they're not, a, they're not a threat. They're not going to win. The PTA very well could, though. Yeah. I thought it was pretty clear. No, you were. I just figured I'd, I'd um, give, give myself a little test run of, of some of my skills here. Great. Not like we're pressed for time. I mean, everyone's pressed for time. That's life. That's what life is. <laughs> But I, I wanted to check in really quick on um, what we talked about. Great. Yes, of course. Please. Yes, let's talk more. Well. Love it. That's exactly what I want. This is kind of the moment where I either go all in on your plan and put my life in your hands or we do my plan. So um, what, what's happening here? I, I'm going to need you to clue me in on how this is going to work. 
And if you have a convincing case here, then yes, I will go and knock over the PTA's tower. Mina looks at you and you feel the excruciating sense of being perceived that accompanies <laughs> her audit. She sighs exasperatedly and says, okay, Claire, you know, I didn't really have time to come up with a good name for this, so I'm just going to call it the reverse flush. I'm taking all of the public utilities and I'm concentrating them here and I'm taking all the pressure from the pneumatic tubes and I'm going to rocket myself up to the council dais, okay? So I just need you to like believe in me just a little bit. Okay. I'm like, I'm so close. I hand Mina a tablet from my back pocket. It looks like a Tums, smells like a rainforest. And I say, I don't want it. Just hold <laughs> this. Just if I'm going to trust you, you're going to trust me. Hold this when you go up on your reverse poop machine. It'll make it look better. Optics, Mina. Optics. Okay. All right, I don't have to, if I don't have to eat it, then it's fine, it's fine. No, okay. please don't. No, too many lawsuits. Do not eat that. Okay, great. Uh, that's good. Okay. For the listeners and for and for Quinn, uh, that is instant <laughs> beautiful bubble bath fireworks. So it just kind of creates uh, <laughs> bubbles that have like the sound effect and the look of fireworks going off. So as she's going to ascend, it will look like it's a rocket ship instead of a big old flush. I don't know what to, I don't know what to call that. So it'll just look cooler, and you know that matters. This mm -hmm. is a show, after all. <laughs> is there any kind of product line that is incorporating this? Perhaps? Oh yes, yes. This is big bomb bubble bath time. Big bomb bubble bath time. Okay. Yes. It was Claire's misunderstanding of what parents would want in a fun bubble bath for their children. So it creates the illusion of these ginormous fireworks, which is just like, you know, a, just it's just ex it's too extra. It's too much. It doesn't sell very well. People tried to eat it. It was a whole thing. And so she just has like boxes and boxes of it. Incredible. Speaking of a show. One of the producer drones has come to a hover next to the two of you. And as you turn from Mina, it pulls up alongside you, Claire, and you hear Savannah's voice from a small microphone say, Oh, girly, this is like great. The two of you, such a great ship. I think this is really going to play well with the fans. I swipe in the air with my rending nail to spike the drone, and I want to chuck it at a weak point of the PTA's tower. Okay. Yep. I'm not even pretending anymore. <laughs> no, it's fair. I think it's a face fear. This drone isn't equipped to fight you. Nope. At least not. Also <laughs> was not expecting that, I don't think. No. So yeah, why don't you give me a face fear? I'm not goading Savannah at all in this, because mm. I'm responding to her. Do you want to go? I assumed your your main goal was the tower. Do you also want to go to Savannah? Yeah, because then I can use my pariah. As a fan of your characters, I will remind you that goad causes oh, the target yeah. to focus all of their attention on you. Yeah. Which, if that's what you want, but think about what Savannah's undivided attention would mean. I've had it before. I know. <laughs> I want to make sure I get out of here with Grippy. I know you want to use your move. But... I know. No, that's fair. All right, fine. I don't. All right. Uh, I'm not making very great choices, but I figured I wasn't going to be able to knock down the PTA's tower. So You're making 
fun choices. <laughs> That's an eight. On a seven nine, I will offer you a worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay. Um, <laughs> pass. Yeah, I, I choose pass. I I usually like to give you a choice, but I think in this case it's just a worse outcome, which is you spear this drone and you chuck it at the PTA's platform, and it does hit, and that drone does kind of give like a dying bleat and then burst into a cloud of smoke and fire, but it doesn't do a whole like there's a small fire on part of the PTA's platform, but it's not you know, like you didn't bring it down. Right? Is it shorter? Uh, I, I, it's not shorter. I would just say that the structural integrity is maybe weakened. Fine. I go run through it. Yeah. <laughs> Finish it off. I'm just, I, I think, I think Claire is done with this challenge and is ready to just see, see what happens. <laughs> okay. Claire, give me a roll to fight for your life. All right. Cause the PTA is not going to let you do this without a fight. How many of the PTA are left? Not a small number. Okay. The four that are at the base of the tower are still there, and there are others working on assemblage. So, Savannah hasn't said anything, by the way, about me chucking her drone. I don't think there's been any time. Oh, you, yeah. you did it, and now you're like blitzing the tower. So, yep. <laughs> with a solid 10. Woo. Hot rolls. What does your approach look like here? You know, when people are going somewhere fast on horses and they get like really low, and it's they're almost one with the horse, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know, that's what's happening right now. I, oh, I forgot you're still on Grippy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah, I'm charging on Grippy. Of course. Kerthunk, 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 kerthunk. Yes. <laughs> you can barely see the whites of my eyes over the top of Grippy's smooth, curved. One second. Let me look at my anatomy. Smooth, <laughs> curved chrome handle. <laughs> <laughs> It's crimp area slamming into the ground as oh, you drive forcefully towards the tower. Uh, what kind of podcast and are we on? This is the most sexual thing that's been seen on the podcast. Oh, my. Grippy. <laughs> and like one episode ago, we talked about a fuck party. That's true. That's true. And Sorry, continue. No, no, no. It's okay. And I think as this is happening, Claire's eyes go full black. And I think she just does like a guttural scream like that as she charges towards the tower. You get an extra effect. Ooh. Do you know which one you'd like? I think force them where I want them. You don't want to take something from the... Take something from the tower? The PTA in general, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Look, when I defeat them, okay. I will take something Perfect. from them. This is merely a precursor. Yeah, I'm going to force them where I want them. Claire, you bound forward atop Grippy, clutching onto the handle with all of your might as they surge forward. Kerthunk, 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 kerthunk. And like a running back in football who has so much momentum that they cannot be stopped, members of the PTA just bounce off of you as you continue your approach. You are going to take one harm from their varied weapons. I'm going to mark Vestige to avoid harm. Are you also inflicting harm back? Yeah. Okay. Then instead, as you leap forward, members of the PTA collide with you and are kinetically repelled, thrown back as soon as they touch you or Grippy, and you collide with their platform. And a assortment of municipal menagerie goes sputtering out from the base. Ooh. And it wobbles. <gasps> and it sways. 
And then the whole thing comes collapsing down. Ah! Inflicting another harm. Because yep. <laughs> it's a bunch of bureaucratic bullshit that has fallen on you. Sure. But as you emerge from the wreckage and the rubble, you see that you have completely wrecked <laughs> the PTA's platform. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get wrecked, losers. Take that, assholes. <laughs> As the dust settles, Grippy is standing on pin, which is to say on his hind legs, so to speak. <laughs> the pin is the pin in the back. So standing on pin, it's like he's standing up straight. Okay. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. Claire, atop Grippy, goes like, tell me again who owns City Hall. <laughs> Have I not proven myself to you all? And then she calmly... Settles Grippy down to the floor and stares out at the crowd. There is silence. And the closest member of the PTA looks at you and says, what the fuck, Claire? Oh, you win some, you lose some. And then from across <laughs> the lobby, you hear Mina say, yes, got it. And she slams a button and there is a roar and a combination of utilities, mundane and extremely extraordinary, explode out from her platform, rocketing her up atop the five conjoined black stone columns, and she lands victorious atop the council dais. Oh.